The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Angels. We all have them. There are our unseen guides, our companions, our teachers, and they're all around us. Sometimes they make themselves known in the most miraculous ways. Join me, Angel Communicator, Reiki Master, and QHHT Hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman, with stories from real people who have experienced real life angel encounters. Well, for our first ever real life angel encounter, I am joined by Aaron. Aaron, thank you so much for joining me today. It's oh, good. You're to so be with welcome. You. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm just so excited to get this going. And you had a really good story. Can you tell us what happened? Uh, well, yes. And I think about it often because it really shifted my life. Uh, just to give you a little background, when I was 19, uh, I was raped. And really from 19, it, well, you know, uh, it's just part of my timeline. I, but thank you. Um, it took me about 10 years to heal from that. Uh, and someone said, well, congratulations. You've gone through the final stage of healing, letting go of the unconscious. Well, as we know, uh, those things never truly leave us. And so it was, oh, I don't know, probably 10 years, um, after that. So in my mid thirties or so I was, um, in the Johnson County area living. And for some reason on a Sunday morning, I felt the need and the draw and, uh, the call to drive down to the Nelson Atkins museum. It's my favorite place in Kansas city and it's always called to me. And so I got in my car and I started driving And what I felt was this real churning in my gut um, of some emotion. And I knew exactly what the emotion was coming from. And I could just feel it just welling and stirring and um, expanding. So by the time I got down to the Nelson Atkins Museum and parked along the street, I was a total mess. Like mm-hmm. we are talking full on ball. <laughs> um, you know, 
every, everything was, you know, flowing, um, including through the nose and, and the mouth. And I uh, just buried my head into the steering wheel. And I had to remind myself that I was, that was when I was 19. You know, it's almost right. 20 years later. Stay in the present moment and you are safe. You are okay. And I looked up from my steering wheel and there's this gentleman that was walking by and a poor guy was walking his dogs. And I don't think he knew exactly what to do with me because <laughs> I was just a, just a tearful mess. Oh, but I gathered my, uh, gathered myself, uh, wiped the tears and knew that I was called to the Nelson Atkins museum for a reason. And I needed to go walk around the sculpture garden. Mm-hmm. Oh, for if for those of you who are not from Kansas City and listening to this, the Nelson Atkins is a gorgeous, gorgeous, world-class art oh, history museum. Hands down. World-class, a beautiful museum. It's got a beautiful sculpture garden around it. Yes, yeah. very much so. And so I was called to walk around. And as I was entering the sculpture garden, the little rock entrance, a complete almost takeover, if you will. Uh, I felt the presence of, I know for a a fact, it was Archangel Michael Mm -hmm. and Archangel uh, Raphael. And I am telling you, Christy, the wings on these angels were massive, were massive. And I had Archangel Michael on my left side Mm -hmm. and he uh, was, you know, put his arm through mine and Raphael was on the other side and linked arms with me. And even though I was physically walking, I really felt like I was levitating and they were guiding me through the sculpture garden. And just that reassurance of this massive, if you will, uh, feeling of grace Mm -hmm. came over me and I have been forever grateful for that moment because I really haven't had any of those um, you know, moments where like kind of the, the regurgitation, if you will, of that, uh, all those emotions since then, because right, they were right. there to guide me. And the, the wings, it's just, it's still, I was sharing the story just before I hopped on that I was going to be on with you today. And I was sharing my story. And I said uh, to my friend, you have no idea how glorious these wings were. And I, I'm just covered in goosebumps just thinking about it. But the grace and the love and the fact that I was called to my favorite place Right. In the Kansas City area since moving here. And it's they were calling me to one last time, I believe, to release any of that residual. Not that I don't think about it anymore, but that final kind of goodbye of that energy that I yeah. had around that, you know, if you want to call it a traumatic, it really was very traumatic, <laughs> traumatic mm-hmm. moment in my life. Absolutely. And to kind of release that. And they were there to support me and to guide me. That is absolutely beautiful. I do not doubt for a second that those angels were on either side of you. I mean, we, we feel them. It's undeniable 
when we have these encounters, I, I think. Uh, so like what senses did you perceive them with? Um, well, you, again, I, probably now because I'm a little more aware of, uh, of mm-hmm. these, uh, these guides, mm-hmm. I, back then it was just really just a, um, just a, that gut feeling. And I've that learned to feeling. trust my gut because I think that that's a, you know, gut is God, spirit, the universe telling you something. And back then I really didn't have a complete understanding of what that was. I just knew that I was being told that I needed to go down there and they were going to meet me there. It's just, they, that was their way. Yeah, it really is. And I think we, sometimes we can, we complicate it. Yes. A lot. We complicate things. It can be just as simple as meeting a friend somewhere. Mm -hmm. And you know, when we, and that's why I ask about the sense, like what type of sense did you perceive is that, um, when we get that sense, even if it's, if it's a, it's a visual sense, it's, it's glowing. If it's a auditory sense, it's usually very etheric sounding, um, but not always. And if, if it's the gut sense, it's the, the feeling, it's usually just so undeniable. It's realer than real in some ways and can often be right. And, and Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And when I really tuned into it in that moment, uh, I really wasn't even driving myself, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. like I was physically doing it, but I was not in control because I do remember just feeling a while the heaviness of the experience was welling up inside of me. Right. There was a a, a lightness as I was driving down there. And honestly, I don't even remember really driving down there, if you will. It was, I was just, you know, the angels had taken the wheel and allowed me to get down there and, and allowed me to at least park the car before I couldn't see because of all the tears. I'm grateful for that, you know, Um, (laughs) because I'm, it was as soon as I pulled into the parking space and mind you, this was a Sunday morning. So there weren't a lot of cars on the street, but I knew if I didn't park soon, I, it was the, the tears were coming (laughs) and I was not going to be able to see. And I was probably going to be a a dangerous danger to anybody else on the road. But, um, it was almost such a healing part of that final, even though someone had said, well, you've let go of the unconscious, you know, Aaron, so that's the final stage of healing. I really and truly think, Christy, that those angels showed up to say, oh no, this is the final stage of healing. I love that. And we are here for you no matter what. And the fact that it wasn't inside a building, it was Mm -hmm. within nature um, there wasn't anybody else around. Um, and to have the, the grace of those two, uh, angels there just really helped guide me. And it brought to light, I think when we talked about, um, over, you know, complicating things and right. it brought that simplicity. So it, I think sometimes when we tune into that, we can realize in other moments 
lighter moments. I've had encounters with, you know, angels off and on, but in a very light sense. And I think Mm -hmm. there, they allowed me that moment in time to prepare for other moments for them to come in and not in such a abrupt, you know, um, way in a very, in an even more simplistic way for them to come in and, you know, just tap me on the shoulder every once in a while and, you know, remind me that they're there. Oh, absolutely. Well, we truly are never alone. And that's why I started um, doing this work. In fact, I just, I feel like I'm on a mission to let people know we're not alone, never, ever for a moment. Uh, But there are some moments where we're more aware than other moments. And when we do have that um, that awareness, we have that sense that they're with us. Perhaps we have some sort of glimmer of their, their sight. Sometimes we may hear something. Sometimes we, f- we feel it in the gut. But we, the last sense is that we have that knowing. We just know that, you know, you could say that feather came out of nowhere, but I know it came from an angel, right? You know, it's like you could say that you, you felt like you were, you were lifting up and kind of gliding along, but I know something else was going on. So there's that knowing that comes in as well. And I love that you have other stories too. We might have to bring you back to tell some other stories as well. I feel like we all have them. I, I, yeah, I, it's, it's such a gift to ourselves Mm -hmm. if we will allow our, uh, our hearts and our souls to open up to the possibilities of knowing. Right. And that's so powerful. Um, You know, we're in an environment right now where a lot of people are spending a lot of time alone. And I thank you for the reminder that we aren't um, and and verbalizing that for everyone to hear Mm -hmm. because we aren't alone. No, every moment. Every moment. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right, right. Every moment we've got our guardian angel, we've got archangels, we've got ascended masters, we've got anyone who we want to call in, but we're surrounded at all times with these loving beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel that, you know, and belief is not required. There's not even a, we don't even have to believe in angels to know that they're there. Although it is helpful if we do, <laughs> because, and I love what you said about just being open to the possibility. And that really allows for such magic to happen and such magic to come in. Just that openness. It's like, I don't know what's going on, but I don't have to know what's going on. But I'm just open to the grace. I'm open to the divine. I'm open to the possibilities. And that does allow for these things to happen and for us to have that knowledge and that, that knowing, be able to feel them around us. Yeah, I just I just loved your story, and um, I loved how you know you had this this depth of despair. You thought you were done with it, but just like a laundry basket, you know, you take a layer off, and then you can get to the next layer. And that layer was coming up for healing, and you weren't alone to do it. And just listen to that guidance. How many times, you know, we we kind of feel like ah, it'd be nice to go to the Nelson today, or I just kind of feel like I'd like to go for a drive, but then. We put it, put it away. We shove that feeling down, but no, you listen to it. So I've really, had enough of those experiences where you know it's you believe me. If you ignore it and you just push it aside, it will keep coming, and you wonder why you 
trip up the stairs or why, you know, you, you, and I've just learned to pay attention to those things. I'm like, Oh yeah, I didn't listen the first time. And now you're reminding me, I just stubbed my toe, you know, um, that type of scenario. Uh, Absolutely. And when you've got, when you have that knowing, may, may I share briefly about a human experience? Please, Do we have time? Please, please. Okay. Oh yeah, please. So part of this awareness that came about from the Nelson experience with the two angels I was rushing around. Uh, I was participating. I was helping out with an art auction for my son's school and I needed to pick up a sample vase and I uh, ran into Walmart real quick and I went to their floral section and I had a meeting after that and I knew I was pushing it. But, you know, as moms, we all try to like fit everything in and when we're working and all of that. And I went down the aisle and I picked up my vase and I saw this woman there and she was, um, she was older. She was elderly and out of the blue, she asked me, I saw her looking at some of the, uh, like, I don't want to call it necessarily potpourri, but like the, the decorative stuff that you put oh, inside sure. vase fillers. You're right. Yes, right. Exactly. And she stopped me and she said, may I ask your opinion? And I said, sure. And, you know, the creative side of me is always, you know, loves that moment. So I I made a few suggestions and I could feel the sense of urgency to make it to my next meeting completely subside. And I got so calm and I know while I didn't physically have an angel presence at that moment, I had the voice of spirit come to me and say, no, 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 you're not supposed to be in that meeting. You're supposed to be right here. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because this woman, she shared with me that she had lost her husband within the year. And this was her first Thanksgiving that she would be by herself. And she was hoping to, she wanted to do something new as a centerpiece for the Thanksgiving dinner. Mm, mm -hmm. So I helped with all of that. And I took the time and took a breath and I knew I was called to be there. Right. And at the very end, I helped her put the stuff in the, in the cart and she touched my hand and she said, I know you're busy. I could tell. But I want to thank you because I think God put you here because I needed you to be here. And I want you to know, and she used the word angel. She goes, may the angels watch over you. And I was like, ma'am, I said, you've been a gift to me because I wasn't supposed to be anywhere. Yes, you're absolutely right. I have a meeting that I'm supposed to be at right now, but there's no other place that I needed to be. And I was called to be here. So you have been a blessing to me. And I walked out, I made a call and I said, I'm running five minutes late. You're just going to have to start without me because I was called to be there. I was called to be there. And I, I consider that an, a, a, a moment of um, grace. And when she said, may the angels watch over you, 
I was like, there was no other place I was supposed to be. I absolutely love that. And we, you know, we can either choose to recognize that and say, yes, that was truly a touching moment. I really needed to be there. Or we can continue with our lives. Of course, we've got that free will. We can continue with our lives. Like, look, lady, I would love to sit here and help you, but I really have to go. And she probably would have understood, you know, because we do understand that, hey, I'm bothering a complete stranger here. But, you know, you both chose to recognize in that moment that there was a true connection. And I believe that, you know, our guides, our angels, a spirit can put people in your path. It doesn't have to be a physical, it doesn't have to be an actual angel. It can be a physical person at the angel's place. And that counts just as much. She was my angel that day. She was my angel that day. Right. Because the rest of the day I put my priorities um, in proper alignment. Right. And, you know, uh, it, it enriched my life. And I think about it often and you are absolutely right. How many people, it kind of opens up the question when you recognize it, how many other people have I missed? Right. How many people have I missed? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I love how things just kind of naturally dovetail and flow together. All of the things that, you know, we know, mindfulness, awareness about energy and angels. And in that moment that all came together, you chose to be very mindful in the moment and just savor the opportunity. Listen to the woman. You know, so many times we don't even listen to people and you chose to listen and she chose to listen to you. And then you both chose to recognize it and be mindful in that moment about this was extraordinary. This felt really nice. This felt like it was needed. Um, So many times we're just busy bustling that we don't take that moment and stop. You know, that kind of reminds me of a a moment where I was uh, was driving and crying. (laughs) You know how that comes with your first story. Your first story, (laughs) driving and crying. I've had a lot of those. (laughs) Had a few. I've had a few. And I came to an intersection near, you know, for those who are in Kansas City listening, the country called Plaza. If you're not from this area, it's just a place where it's a nice part of town and there's often a homeless person standing on a corner. And I get to a light and there is a homeless person standing on the corner. And I was, you know, like you said in your, your first story, I was a mess. I was ugly crying. I am not ashamed to ad- admit it. I was ugly crying. And I thought, oh gosh, this guy, I'm going to have to make eye contact with this guy. And so I just looked over at him and he taps his chest, nods his head and points to the sky. And he locked eyes with me. And I, oh my God, I'm getting very emotional just now thinking of it. But in that moment, I knew it was Archangel Michael in human form, or at least a human that was sent by Archangel Michael. And the connection, the warmth that I got from this person, it completely lifted me and completely lifted my spirits. And it put me in a way different headspace. And I remember that just as, I mean, this was 12 years ago, 
Mm-hmm. I remember it as if, I mean, your story too, I'm sure you just remember it as if it was yesterday. And it touched me. But, you know, I could have, oh God, there's a homeless guy. Let me see if I've got some change or like, don't make eye contact because I don't have any money to give him. And, but no, it was, it was, you know, very similar to your story. It was just, it was transformative. It was magical. Um, Thank goodness I was mindful and present and recognized it for what was, for what it was. It was a beautiful moment. Mm -hmm. One little treasure. Right. And well, life should be beautiful. It yes. really should be beautiful. It should be beautiful. It should be beautiful and full of joy. Um, and we just bombard ourselves with other things. So how how amazing. I'm not sure what I would do if someone that, you know, on the side of the street you know, tapped his chest and pointed upward. I mean, you made me emotional. I was like, Whoa, that's powerful. That is so powerful. No words, right? No, no, even no words. And it was a transformative moment. So yeah, we can be, these things go on around us all the time. We just have to be aware, be open, as you said, right? Open our hearts, just like you said, open our hearts to the possibilities. Um, and just be, just be aware. And we can choose to see things. I think it was Einstein said, we can choose to see things in one of two ways. One is if nothing is a miracle and one is if everything is a miracle, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of like the why and why not, you know, well, why, if it can be, if it can be this way, if you say it can be this way, then why not? Why, why can't it be this way? Right. You know, why not? Why, what why can't it be the other side of the coin? If right? you will. So, yeah. right. You know, a, a cynical person might say, oh, well, that was just a chance encounter. It's like, you know, you really think that was a something special. It's like, yeah, I do. What harm does it, what harm does it cause? You know, it makes me happy to, to know, have that knowing, you know, does it matter? Doesn't matter. But I really do choose to believe that that was something a little bit more than usual, a little bit more than human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Aaron, thank you so much for sharing your story with me. Um, I loved hearing it. And the second story, what a bonus. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me today. Well, you are very welcome. Uh, be well and be blessed. You too. Be well and be blessed. Subscribe and follow wherever you're listening now and be sure to tell your friends. The more people know about this podcast, the more great story submissions we get. Submit your own real-life angel encounters to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Want to know what your angels and loved ones have to tell you? Schedule an appointment with me at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. 
part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.